And returning to our story about Te Pitamia, Chris Hipkins' pre-budget speech. Mr Hipkins is again hosing down expectations, saying it will be no frills and definitely no new taxes, and that includes a cyclone levy. But political editor Jane Patterson says there were a few hints of what could be coming down the political pipe. Capital gains tax um, has come to the fore this week after that um, IRD report into the wealthiest families, but as expected, uh, the Prime Minister Chris Hipkins has ruled out a capital gains tax or a wealth tax this term, which really isn't unexpected. They're not going to drop that kind of tax a couple of months out from an election. Um, He would not be drawn on what their plans might be afterwards in terms of a capital gains tax, which is very controversial and doesn't always go well for Labour politically in the past when they've tried to argue for it. But one thing he did say today is that he's not ruling out changes to tax income thresholds. And he made the point several times during the speech that the issues of inequality and the discrepancy between the high wealth families and the rest of New Zealanders in terms of fairness, uh, Labor wanted to ensure fairness for wage and salary earners. So if you put a CGT aside, then looking at those tax income thresholds could be one way of doing that because we've had high wage growth. Um, the government's taking a lot more tax in than it was when it was elected. So actually those income thresholds are a way of effectively giving people a tax cut, um, they can earn more without going into those higher tax brackets. So a clear signal that that may well be part of Labor's campaign tax plan for the uh, October election. Everyone's always after the details, right, Jane? So do we have any idea of what that could look like? Could that be some tax-free income? And how do you do that without everyone, even the wealthiest, getting the benefit of it? It is very difficult to do it without benefiting everybody because of the structure of the tax system. Now, a tax-free lower threshold is one thing that um, has been talked about, and that means that the first, say, $15,000 of someone's earnings is tax-free free. That is a way of directly targeting at the the lower thresholds. Um, Of course, the National Party um, has already laid out its tax plan and basically that is allowing people, um, lifting the the thresholds up. So, for example, instead of going into the 33% tax bracket at 70,000, it would be at 78. So you can just earn a bit more money. So that's one way of doing it. The other way is lowering the percentage of tax that people pay. But I think that probably what they will do is raise those thresholds. But again, not a lot of detail. Um, he said he has said repeatedly he wouldn't play the rule and rule out game, but um, he did do that today with those tax thresholds. The political problem, and especially when the Prime Minister is talking about a cost of living and trying to ease that for families, is these kind of tax changes, they cost a lot, but they don't deliver a proportionate benefit. So if you're on a lower tax if you're on a lower income, you don't always get a, a huge benefit from it because it's a proportion of what you pay. So that, that'll be what the government's weighing up. The other thing is that Chris Hipkins and other Labour ministers have criticised National's plan as inflationary of pumping more money into the economy. So they would have to find some way of bringing that back to avoid the inflation impact, but also accusations from the opposition that they're doing exactly what they had criticised National for.
Okay, so he's reiterated Chris Hipkins has it's a no frills budget, and this idea of reprioritisation, and, and I mean he's he's echoing the words of his finance minister, who basically has told us a week ago that he's found a billion dollars in savings down the back of the couch to go towards this budget. There are no free lunches though, so what's been cut in order to fund what's coming? Well, it'll be a uh, a combination of using the new spending allowances that the government has given itself in the new budget, that ongoing reprioritisation. And I asked Chris Hipkins about it, you know, what does this mean in terms of... Uh, the areas that you might be looking at. He had already talked in his speech about um, spending money into those core investment into public services, into schools, into hospitals that the public would expect a government to keep funding. Um, so he said that there would be, for example, some big ticket items that might be delayed um, and pushed out further in terms of that reprioritisation. So, for example, you could see a transport um, or infrastructure project that has a price tag on it, but it might have a, a longer lag time and he said that part of that is also giving um, the industry a pipeline but they're going to borrow more. Um, Grant Robertson the finance minister has already signalled that he believed there was headroom in the economy and in the, in the budget to do that um, but no frills in an election year budget it's certainly dampening expectations of what they might rule out but um, of course under Chris Hipkins they have been doing that reprioritisation work but in any budget all of the ministers are all asked to go and have a look at their spending, their projects, and there has been a particular razor taken to that this year. But the expectation is is that um, no extras, uh, and it would be very interesting to see how they balance that with um, an election just a couple of years, a uh, couple of years, a couple of months down the track after that May budget. That may be what people are looking for, to see the government managing their finances um, to cut the cloth and this cost of living crisis, but I'm sure that there will be um, something in there for the public as uh, Labor goes into the election, and I think we had our first hint of that today with potentially those tax income thresholds, which are broad-based too. So, you know, um, what we were talking about before um, in terms of it's hard to just target the low to middle income, but the flip side of that is everyone gets a benefit if you are a salary or wage earner.